Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program.
long days of sorrow after these long nights and there'll come a time to leave the sadness behind we'll rejoice again after this black night passes a new light will dawn and you'll see look how it shines follow the signs nachamu ahami nachamu ahami So be strong, be true, be brave You gotta keep your head up high You're young and you'll be smiling soon There's no need to cry So smile and dry the tears The day will soon be gone We'll rise again Throw off these chains Return and carry on After these long Thank <laughs> you. 
צריך לדאוג. והלחץ בכבישים אז תעצור לרגע, גם אם קשה לך אל תעצור, תמשיך לרוץ. אם תיפול אז תקום, לא קרה כלום. שמעתי מידע בוא יישאי, כאילו נמצא מלאך רחוב. בואי מעיד במעמד אסון רום ישראל ביחד. אף שיהים לא מדברים, בהדיה והתוהירו, כי פול עולו Thank 
שמרתי מידה ואיסן, כי אלו נמצא מלאכך, או אמת במעמד אסור או מזרועם, JM in the AM, Sheshamati, done by uh, Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, Levi Cohen with Matana, you heard Aye Kunstler and Nachamu. Rox Machot, that was from Eighth Day. Lipa had B positive. Rachem, Avram Fried off of Sheer. And of course, Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. JM in the AM for a Wednesday on this October the 17th, the 8th of Marrakesh Fun. Good morning, everybody. 49 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 63. Clear skies tonight, low 41. Tonight's going to be cold. And tomorrow, sunny and a high only of 50 degrees. Wow. Look for a cold Thursday in New York. A cold October Thursday. Yerushalayim right now at 73. I think they said there was some rain in Yerushalayim. 49 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um... Atlanta's listening to Jewish Moments in the Morning. Shout out to the Atlanta Jewish Academy's Upper School. Um, they want to hear something off the great Moshe Yes Legacy album. Thank you, Rabbi Jeff. If you only knew, if Rabbi Jeff only knew how many times the word Atlanta was mentioned in this studio yesterday. Atlanta was a big discussion here yesterday. Um, yeah, one day um, people may find out why. <laughs> but it was a big discussion here yesterday, that's for sure. Um, well, many of you have heard of uh, the news from Israel following rocket fire from the Gaza Strip early Wednesday morning, which destroyed a home in Beersheba and an IDF strike on the Palestinian coastal enclave in response. IDF spokesperson, spokesperson Brigadier General Ronen Manelis held Palestinian faction Hamas responsible for the attack. He said Hamas creates an atmosphere of terror in the demonstrations near the border fence where grenades have been thrown in recent weeks. Hamas and Islamic Jihad had earlier denied responsibility for the rocket fire. We reject any irresponsible attempt to destroy the Egyptian efforts to reach a ceasefire agreement with Israel, the joint statement said, including the rocket fire last night. He dismissed the group's claims. He said only Hamas and Islamic Jihad have these types of rockets. He also provided more details on the IDF response. We struck uh, 20 targets, including a terror tunnel. We will continue to maintain a high level of readiness of all our forces. Magain David Adom uh, Rescue Services stated that emergency personnel treated and evacuated nine civilians as well as a, uh, including a 50-year-old woman and a 40-year-old man in mild condition after they fell while running to shelter, as well as a 20-year-old woman who suffered from shock. We were told about a woman who was in a nearby house who was hit in the head while running to a protected area. We ran there and saw a 50-year-old woman in full consciousness with a slight head injury. We gave her first aid and evacuated her to the hospital for further tests. The residents of the home that was hit, a 39-year-old woman and her three children, aged 9, 10, and 12, along with two neighbors, were also treated for shock. They were released later Wednesday morning. Police forces who were first to reach the scene said smoke was still visible over the home and described it as a scene of total destruction. 
According to the military, a second rocket was launched from Hamas from a Hamas coastal enclave. Unconfirmed reports stated that the rocket landed in the sea near the central Israeli city of Bat Yam, south of Tel Aviv. The military is investigating why Iron Dome was not activated. Um, following the rocket fire, Israeli minister, Defense Minister Avigdor Lieberman ordered the closure of the Erez and Kerem Shalom crossings and the reduction of fishing space in the Gaza Strip. Um, so that's the latest from Israel. On our app, one of our listeners' uh, comments that um, says, We met at the airport this year and I welcomed my friends, the Robinsons, now of Efrat. I hope you'll cover the rocket that smashed through our house in Beersheba in only a matter of seconds after three children were moved in the middle of the night to a reinforced room. My God. So... The enemy continues. The miracles in some way continue, certainly for that family. And uh, our thoughts and prayers with uh, our brothers and sisters in Israel. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. It's Wednesday at JM in the AM. More coming up between now and 9. Uh, Rabbi David Heber will join us. We have an addendum to our 5779 calendaric discussion. And speaking of Aliyah and airports and moving to Israel, Mark Rosenberg is scheduled for the 8 o'clock hour. Yom Aliyah just took place, and we will talk about that and much, much more. It's all coming up here at JM in the AM. Here is Ari Goldwag.
That's my boy. That's my little boy. With the rabbis all around him. That's my boy. Eight days old. Only eight days old. With the rabbis and the mohel. That's my boy. We make a kiddush on the wine, and we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. We make a kiddush on the wine, and we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. And that's my boy. That's my little boy with his talus and his tefillin. That's my boy, just thirteen. He's just thirteen. Now he's reading from the Torah. That's my boy. We make a kiddush on the wine, and we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. We make a kiddush on the wine, and we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. And that's my boy. That's my little boy. Now he's underneath the chuppah. That's my boy. So very young. So very young. With his bride, his wedding ring. That's my boy. We make a kiddush on the wine. And we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. We make a kiddush on the wine, and we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. And that's his boy. That's his little boy, with the rabbis all around him. That's his boy, eight days old, just eight days old, with the rabbis and the mohel. That's his boy. We make a kiddush on the wine, and we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. We make a kiddush on the wine, and we say a little prayer, and we pray to God to keep him safe from harm. There it is off of the Yes Legacy uh, album. 
by request. That's my boy, Revi Schwebel, with that selection. Uh, memory of Moshe, yes, of course. That was a request made on the NSN app just moments ago. Um, listener Tina says, oh, this song, Tears. Oh, she's right about that. Uh, one of our listeners says, Atlanta, best city in the USA. Shout out to Rabbi Ustreicher of the AJA. All right. And listener Devorah says, hi, Nachum. Huge muscles up to the participants in the Simichat Haver program on the passing of their second Smicha test. A huge Ashikach to Guy Saban on an impressive 98 on the test. Smichat Haver is taught in Jerusalem by Ravel El Yada Goldvicht in the OU building and in Ramat Beit Shemesh. Contact the OU for information. All right, lots of great material on the NSN app this morning here at JM in the AM. Before the uh, Revi Schwebel, that's my boy. You heard Yerushalayim done by Ari Goldwag here at JM in the AM. More coming up. It's a Wednesday at JM in the AM.
Ben Chorim 
J.M. in the A.M., the great classic from Leif Tahar. Lo Alecha and Sheibaneh. Before that, Rava Mehemna's Songs in the Darkness off of the album Songs for Her Brother. Ohad, brand new with Levado from the brand new album B'Shah Tova. Miami, that's a new one, Esmach off of Forever. And you heard Rivi Schwebel with That's My Boy off of the Yes Legacy. It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSNF. Hey, if you go to the website, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, that's where you can uh, find sponsorship opportunities to sponsor part or all of a JMNAM broadcast in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, for someone's birthday, etc., etc., etc. It's all there under sponsorship opportunities, fjbunity.org. Also, next Thursday is our Kalbach special on his yard site, so you can take advantage and sponsor part of that day as well. Go to the sponsorship opportunities link at the top of fjbunity.org. Galei Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for Wednesday is next. We say Boker Tov from Jamia. Tzal HaShah 2, Shalom Rav, Kan Ran Yavnai, Ima Shekorei Akshav. הקבינט המדיני-ביטחוני התכנס הערב לדיון מיוחד בעקבות ההסלמה בדרום, וברקע האירועים נשיא המדינה ריבלין שוחח עם שליח האום למזרח התיכון ואמר, צהל יגיב בעוצמה לכל פגיעה בביטחון אזרחי ישראל. מדינת ישראל לא תעמוד מנגד בזמן שאזרחיה מצויים תחת מתקפה על העולם לדעת. אנחנו נגיב ובעוצמה הנדרשת עד אשר השקט יושב. כל עוד חמאס שולט ברצועה הוא הנושא באחריות לכל מתקפה נגד ישראל. ושליח האום למזרח התיכון ניקולאי מלדנוב אמר בתגובה יש להשיג רגיעה בתוך 48 שעות. The latest rockets that were fired from Gaza towards Beshiva are a dangerous escalation of the situation. It is our responsibility to do everything possible to avoid that confrontation and we need to make sure that in the next 48 hours we really see de-escalation on the ground so that these efforts can continue. הרקטה ששוגרה לעבר באר שבע היא סימן להסלמה מסוכנת במצב זו אחריותנו לעשות כל שביכולתנו למנוע עימות נוסף עלינו לוודא שבתוך 48 שעות תורגש רגיעה משמעותית כדי שנוכל להמשיך במאמצי ההסדרה כך מלדנוב מירי תמנו שביתה בבאר שבע נהרס כליל מפגיעת הרקטה פונה לציבור בבקשת סיוע ואומרת חסרים לנו דברים בסיסיים שום דבר לא נשאר כעת אין לילדיי דבר לא נותרה אפילו מיטה מדבריה של מירי תמנו הביא כתבנו בדרום רמי שני 
שלוש תאונות עבודה ברחבי הארץ בתוך שעתיים בלבד. מדווח כתבנו לענייני רווחה, ניר שוויד. שלושת הפועלים נפגעו כולם מנפילה מגובה. הראשון, פועל בן 26, נפל מגובה של שלושה מטרים באתר בנייה בתלמונד, הוא נחבל בראשו ומצבו בינוני. השני הוא גבר בן 58, שנפל גם הוא מגובה של שלושה מטרים ונחבל בראשו באתר בגני תקווה. הוא פונה לבית החולים במצב בינוני. הפועל השלישי הוא צעיר בן 25, שנפל מסולם ונחבל במצחו, מצבו קל. נהגת בת 80 נפצעה בצהריים באורח בינוני בתאונת דרכים בירושלים. כתבתנו מיכל צ'ין מעדכנת כי האישה נתקעה בעמוד תאורה ופונתה לקבלת טיפול בבית חולים. אורנה פרץ, תושבת קריית שמונה שהתפרצה אתמול לנאום ראש הממשלה, טוענת בריאיון ליעל דן. ראש הממשלה לא ביקש את סליחתי עד עכשיו. אני סובלת מכאבי ראש מאוד מאוד חזקים. לפני שנה וחצי, שנתיים, גידול לי גידול בגזע המוח. עד רגע לא צלצל וגם לא ראש העיר ולא מטעמו. זה בסדר שאני במצוקה נפשית כבר שנתיים וחצי ואף אחד לא מסתכל עלינו ואותנו מותר להכפיש. ומסביבתו של ראש הממשלה נמסר, פרץ חצתה כל נורמה מוסרית שהפריעה בזמן שנתניהו דיבר על לכתו של ידידו הקרוב, עורך הדין יעקב ויינרוט, זיכרונו לברכה. מזג האוויר, ללא שינוי ניכר בטמפרטורות, בערב ייתכן גשם מקומי קל. אלה החדשות שעורכת פיי גוטמן. בחסות הולנדיה, המביאה עליכם את כרית אמפוש עם מזרן לצוואר, Thank you. 
aches when I'm afraid. I close my eyes and I feel your grace. So hold my hand. Every move I make, I'm breathing you. Every word I say, every single day, I speak of you. You bring me up, you take me down. My heart's awake, and I see you now. And through the nights when I'm afraid, I close my eyes and I feel your grace. Jam and the Am was just telling someone yesterday how great that video is from uh, Yoni Z, the Up video. Good song. Uh, brand new off of his latest album, Jam and the Am Wednesday. Seventeen minutes after seven o'clock. Coming up this hour, I've invited back Rabbi David Heber to these airwaves for an addendum to our conversation from two Fridays ago about 5779. Should be interesting. I have a couple of tidbits to share with him. Uh, before that, before the Oni Z selection, Mordechai Shapiro with Friends, Nigun Hisvados, done by Rogers Park, Natanel Hirschdick, the great cantor, with Ami Yisrael Chai off the album The Art of the Cantor. JM and the AM Wednesday at 18 minutes after 7 o'clock. More coming up. This comes from the Solomon Brothers at JM in the AM. Chizri Elay Shoshana. 
Such a smile, what a smile Although you've been gone now for a while The Netzach Netzachi Yedushat Gibor, 
powerful song with the Shlomo Katz Gibor here at JM in the AM. Peretz Chain, an album, or I should say a single introduced to us yesterday by Srili Meyer. Uh, literally yesterday. Just got it. Uh, brand new, a single from Peretz Chain entitled Baruch Hashem here at JM in the AM. And the Solomon Brothers had Shoshana. Another great single. Here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning, 7.30 in the morning, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Arav Zebrin Vilsevalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar Vilsevalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learned that Rebbe suffered for 13 years. When he cried out from pain, it could be heard by the sailors at sea. A calf was once being taken to the slaughter. It ran away and hid under the cloak of Rebbe. It was asking for mercy. Rebbe said, Go, because for this you were created. Because of this, in Shomayim it was proclaimed, Since he does not have pity, let us bring suffering upon him. The great Mashkiach Rav Nosen Wachtvogel asked a question. What did they want from him in Shomayim? A calf 
went into his clothing. What should he have done? Taken it to the yeshiva? Sat with him in the front of the shul? Of course, it was intended for shechita. We have to say that Rebbe did not need to say go. He should have allowed the calf to remain inside his coat until the shochet would come and take him away. The argument was that the calf escaped to him. It cried. It ran to hide within the comfort of his cloak. It was mevakesh rachamim. It asked for mercy. Why did he throw him out? Even though it was meant for this, even though it was on his way, Rebbe did not have to throw him out. The same is true when someone comes to us for our help to get into a school, to get a job, to have a bit of counseling. It is for us to understand that who's ever in need, whether it's a shidduch or parnasa, it is up to us to see whatever we can do to help out the person. If Hashem would say that go and help, go and do, wouldn't we listen? That is what Hashem is telling us. Whoever comes to us, we should try and extend a hand. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you.
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning. It's brand new. It's called Ivdu from Eitan Freilich. Great brand new album uh, entitled uh, Peace Will Come, Yavo Shalom. And that's the opening selection, Ivdu. Really nice piece here at uh, J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, it's rare that I ask Rabbi David Heber, he's such a busy man, to join us twice in one year. It's certainly rare that I ask him to join me twice in two weeks. Two Fridays ago, you may recall, Rabbi Heber was with us as we went through calendaric trivia, some news and notes about the year 5779. There'll be two Shabbatot with three Sifrei Torah. It is the most Shmona Esrays of the entire year, <laughs> um, of, of, of any possible year, the most Shmona Esrays of any possible year. Um, and in Chutz Aretz, it's more than in Israel because we have more Musafs than in Israel. Just giving you a little taste of some of the things we discussed. Anyway, I wanted to. I asked him if we could do a just a small addendum because it's something I discovered this week, and he agreed. And I thank him. Rabbi David Heber is the Rabbi of Kahal Ahavas Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek down in Baltimore, Maryland. Kashrus administrator at the Star K Kashrus organization. Rabbi Heber, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate that. Um, oh, first of all, I must tell you, <laughs> I must tell you, I, I've been on the front lines of the trash talking by people who cannot believe that neither you nor I uh, had ever heard of this minig of giving Elias on a Yisker day to those who are saying Yisker, which I, I, I still, has anyone mentioned it to you since then? No. I no. have I have been getting in, I've been getting inundated, especially by some of the veterans out there who could not believe that between all the time that you and I have spent in shuls in our lives. <laughs> but really? Okay, that, I guess. That, we're... <laughs> so I guess I guess there's more to it than we thought. I guess it's 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 more established or more you know customary in certain places than we thought, huh? Right. Correct. There are there are uh, uh, of course an array of yardsets and hugum. One one of I get to Shiloh once in a while. Do you, if you have yard site next Shabbos, right? You get an aliyah this Shabbos. So right. Of course, if you, have, if you have yard site the coming week, right? The minute you get an aliyah, but what if it's next Shabbos? There are those who are not, you know, who have the custom of doing that. Um, again, I think by and large the places that I've been to over the years, the minute is not to do it. But of course, uh, as they say, everything goes by one's local custom and the custom of, of the shul, right. of the synagogue that he davens in. You know, I believe my father was Machbid uh, on his parents' yard sites to daven everything the Shabbos before. Most people, most people are concerned about Kabbalah Shabbos Maftir and Musaf, correct? Correct. Uh, he, right, he, right. he he was Machbid to daven erev Shabbos Mincha through Marav the next night. Wow, wow, interesting. And Very I don't remember because he had. I don't think I ever have yard sites for my parents on Shabbos. You know, there's only certain days of the week that yard sites can come out. Usually, uh, with right. rare, with rare exception, obviously depending on the month, but. But I, 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 I'm wondering. I don't remember because uh, he's he had yard site on Shabbos for uh, at least one of his parents, if not both. I think one for his father, and I, I think he might have davened the Shabbos before as well. Interesting. Which would be along the lines of what you what you just indicated regarding the Aliyah, right? Exactly. Correct. Yeah. All right. So here's what happened, and this is why I asked you on. And I'm, every time you come on, I just find more and more topics to discuss. Uh, so I, I am in discussion with a Chabad rabbi this week. And it was on Zion Cheshvan. Zion Cheshvan was yesterday. It was Erev Zion Cheshvan. 
And he says to me, good uh, yuntif or yeah, he says to me something to indicate that, that it's a special day coming up. So I say, you know, why are you wishing me that? And he says, well, you know what happens tonight in Israel? So I said, yeah, in Israel tonight, meaning, uh, let's see, meaning Monday night, Monday night in Israel, they start saying the same Talamotar. Correct. Right, Zion Cheshvan, something that we won't do in Chutzla until the beginning of December, correct? Right, this year, December 4th by Myra's, we'll start, which is during Hanukkah, actually. Oh, that's funny. Oh, so we, we, we can get into our usual Shiloh about what, what the Gabai's bagging about, right? Right, right, exactly, <laughs> right. Make sure, Gabai, listen carefully. When you give that clap, make sure you say it's for it's for the St. Talmud or people might think that it's for Alanisim, although... Since it's already the uh, middle of Hanukkah, right. not so much. The biggest problem is when it's for Shkodesh, which right. we spoke about in uh, some of our previous uh, discussions. Right, <laughs> this yeah. is great. I'll tell you. Anyway, anyway, so I, so I said, why the you know why is this so happy? So he said that apparently Zion Cheshvan being why was Zion Cheshvan chosen? It was chosen because people who were in Chutzlaretz got back to their homes. Uh, the latest. Um, you know, from being uh, being Ola Laregel, the latest was Zion Cheshwin they would get back. And, and that's why Zion Cheshwin, we, we didn't want to pray for rain during a two time weeks, when people right. when people were weeks. right, when people were traveling. It took them two weeks to the longest point. So it's a, you know, Baruch Hashem, we're celebrating the fact, quote unquote, celebrating the fact that uh, that our brethren got home safely. And that's why, you know, you that's why it's a, a shtickle yuntif, let's put it that way. But then he says to me. And this is why I invited you on because I could I couldn't believe when I heard this. Th- there has always been a debate in, in I, I bet in many many shuls when to change the the yamim narayim high holiday white in the shul to the regular Shabbos and weekday red or blue whatever the color is of the sanctuary right the different the different accoutrements of the sanctuary and this Chabad rabbi said to me that is why. Our minig is that on Zion Cheshvan is the day we switch from white to the regular color. Have you ever heard this before? Heard interesting. No, very interesting. No, I never heard that. I could hear it because it still has the the flavor of the Amnerah. The, the season. The people, it's, it's, or the yunt that the people were traveling. It's still the season, um, right. Although one could argue that if you want, if, if personally, I always feel the Tishrei, through Bahab, even though actually the mini of our is not to actually say Bahab, but sometimes I, I'll sneak it somewhere else uh, to, <laughs> do it, to do it one time, uh, and, and at least one time, if not more. And it's like when you do Bahab, you at least feel that it's, um, that it's the previous, uh, you know, it's still Yonta, because Bahab is for, you know, ties in directly to Sukkot and Pesach, right. and uh, therefore it's connection. But they're very interesting, very fast, very fast. So, so, so what, do, what, do they, what do they do at Kahal Avis Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek? Uh, when do they change? We change it, we change it uh, after after Sukhustair. Really? After that early? Yeah, after Sukhustair. Actually, the mantles on the Sukhustair get changed for Akafas, just simply because otherwise they're all dancing and everything. It'll be difficult. So they actually change it, you know, when everyone's about to make Kiddush or uh, Sukhustair night, the Gabon are changing from the white to the to the um, to the colored. Of course, the white people keep up for 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 tal for for geshem, but uh, very interesting, very interesting. Uh, now I'll tell um, you, I'll tell you why. For me, this is even more interesting because this year the people responsible for the changeover in our shul were traveling uh, Matzei Shabbos Brachus. 
So, so it, which meant that it was going to be very difficult for them to stay in shul and take care of everything because they were literally leaving, you know, a few minutes after Avdallah. So they said that, you know, w- let's do it right after Simchus Torah. This way, this way, you know, it's done. And and I said that's interesting because when I grew up, I remember that there would be no changeover till after Shabbos Bracious. That was for sure. And I even think I remember that the minig was to keep it until after Rosh Chodesh Cheshvan. Again, with the same you know type of se- seasonal thing in mind. So I guess I guess we've just established that that synagogues around the world, I I assume, have from Matzah Simchus Torah till Zayin Cheshva to do the transition. Make the change, right? Right. Interesting. <laughs> I, I did see something which a, a different idea of Zayin Cheshva that I ever saw, and that is a beautiful uh, um, coming out of Eretz Yisrael, and it just slips my mind exactly where I saw the the. the who who was the author of this? But they said that Zayin Cheshvan is a symbol of Chesed because you see the Kaleisrael waited. Those people wanted rain already, you know, so right. it's over. Right. Let's get the rain coming. But yet, in the Maisa Chesed, it's a symbol of, of you know of kindness of saying, you know, I'm going to wait. The farmers were going to wait for the rain until everybody's home safe. Right. And uh, so it's a, it's a it's a symbol of Chesed and before of, of righteousness, you know, kindness to, to each other. But with the other question which is also just fascinating, is why don't we stop saying the St. Thomas of Racha on Rosh Chodesh Nisan? Because if we wait, because the travel is too oil to become, to be oil regal, to go to Jerusalem for, for the holidays. So it should end Rosh Chodesh Nisan, right? Two weeks before. It would end people r- who took the weeks. It would end Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Correct. So why don't we all stop Rosh Chodesh Nisan? Isn't that a great question? It's a phenomenal it's like, question. Is there, is, question. Is there a good I answer thought, to it? I saw an answer, I think maybe in, in the Ezohadar, either Gemara's or Mishabura, I forgot who, it, who he brought, but it says, it's very simple, when a person's going to Shalim, you're going to love this answer, this is right up your alley. Okay. Uh, when, you go, <laughs> when you're going to Eretz Yisrael, it doesn't matter if it's raining, it doesn't matter if it's snowing, you're going to go no matter what, you're happy, it's Kishmak, you're going. So, so Rosh Chodesh Nisan, it doesn't matter if it's raining, so we can down for rain. On the way home, when you're leaving Eretz Yisrael, it's depressing. If it's depressing and it's raining, so so it's dangerous. Because if someone's you know not happy, uh, vacation not a vacation. It wasn't a vacation. I saw it was a it was a beautiful time. They were in Eretz Yisrael, in Yerushalayim, Oyel Rego, in the base of this in the temple, and now they got to go home. And on top of that, it's raining. That's that's a dangerous mix. So we better not dive in for rain. Oh, but you go you to Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't matter if it's rain, sleet, or snow. You've, Everybody's happy. You've given me an amazing uh, Pesach Yom Hatzmaut season Dvar Torah. I cannot wait to give that later on during 5779. And by the way, from our ancestors we know, they endured a lot more than bad weather to get to the <laughs> land of Israel. That's true. That is very true. They would, they, they, they would have... Serious nefesh. You know, today the serious Nefesh is... Oh, you don't have my kosher meal? <laughs> that's like, oh, I forget. I'm going to have to eat the peanut butter in my bag. That's like, oh, I'm a serious nefesh. You know, everybody's writing letters. And you missed my meal. You're right. But in those days, it was it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Serious nefesh. When, unbelievable. when we say someone would have given their right hand to go to the land of Israel, we say we mean it literally. And and they proved Absolutely. it. They, they proved it. Rabbi Heber, always a pleasure. You, you've now, I brought this topic up, and you now have taught me. I thought there was an ironclad rule about the white after the Yom Narayim, after the high holidays and Sukkot. But I see that there's a variety of minhagim in this area. Yes, absolutely. And uh, whatever it is, a minhagim and klai are beautiful. Everybody has different minhagim. 
And it's just one of the beautiful parts of Kaliyasan because there's usually a reason for each minig and explanations, and it just enhances the, the yontif and it extends the yontif. Uh, so that we can hold on to it as long as possible. And don't get upset at those who change over right after Simchas Torah. By the way, Rabbi Heber, you know there's a minig among some to say Gemar Tov until Hanukkah. Oh, so that, that's interesting. I know they speak about uh, Zeis Hanukkah and right. uh, the end and the Bikurim and the Mishnah. Uh, absolutely, you know, the, then they, people start already, it's, you know, it's never too late for Tshuva. As early as Chav Sivan, I've seen, which is the 20th of Sivan, which is a couple weeks after Shavuot. Right. Preparing, preparing for uh, Yom Naran, but it's never too early. Never, never too, too early. never too early. If you, if, <laughs> if one decides to do it year round, call a kavod to them. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Rabbi Heber, thanks so much for joining me. Take care, Zaygazunt. He's the, he's the rabbi of Kahal Avis Yisrael Tzemach Tzedek in Baltimore, Star K Kashas administrator, and his most favorite title, he is the calendaric consultant. Here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Rabbi David Heber, I thank him. Wednesday morning broadcast, more coming up at JM in the AM.
J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday with Simcha Liner's Project Relax Israeli Edition. 
at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NahumSingle.com on the NahumSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Well, one of our favorite people is with us live via telephone. Mark Rosenberg directs pre-Aliyah at Nefesh Benefesh. Many of you are aware of the fact that in addition to yesterday being Zion Cheshvan and being a significant date uh, for a variety of reasons, some of which we just discussed with Rabbi Heber a few minutes ago, it is also one of the two dates that has been chosen in the state of Israel to celebrate Yom HaAliyah. And the reason is because of its proximity to Parshas Lechacha. This is, after, after all, the week that we read of God's directive to Avraham Avinu, the first original Jew, who, uh, what is he told by God? What is important enough for God to uh, dedicate uh, the conversation to? To the fact that he uh, commands Avraham, or Avram at that point, to head directly to the land of Israel. On this uh, day after Yom Aliyah, it's a pleasure to welcome Mark Rosenberg of Nefesh Benefesh. Mark, shalom, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you? Baruch Hashem. Was Yom Aliyah a success yesterday in Israel? Um, it was absolutely a success. We like to say every day is the day of Aliyah, but actually when it's official, I was at the Knesset yesterday as they celebrated and marked it, and I had colleagues at the airport to receive a whole batch of 33 new immigrants who just made Aliyah. So, yes, it was a great success yesterday. What is it like there in the Knesset on uh during the Yom Aliyah ceremony. Is this one of those cases where the majority of Knesset members are nowhere to be found during the session, or is this one of these cases where uh, they go out of their way to make sure they're there in session when Yom Aliyah is discussed? So I passed through security asking that very question at the Knesset, the metal detectors, and walking into the big room, and I'm like, what's it going to be like? And the, the dais was set with almost 12 seats up there. Hmm. Um, and it started only 10 minutes late on, on Jewish-Israeli time. And all of these Chavri Knesset, members of the parliament, filed in. And in, in, in all, at the, I think the max, there were eight people sitting there. Um, some people were coming in and out because um, the whole uh, Knesset just started its winter session. But they took out their time to sit there, sit through speeches. And what was amazing is all eight of those Knesset members had moved to Israel. They made Aliyah. They were coming to share their story of how they went from a, a Jew outside of Israel, not just to become a citizen, but also to move into the place where laws are made and influence society. It was right. amazing. Now, now I'm really going to put you on the spot, and I apologize in advance. Can you list the majority, if not all, of the countries that that group came from that you're, that you're citing? Um, there were two people from uh, different countries of the former Soviet Union. There was um, the head of the uh, Committee on Aliyah and Absorption um, is from Ethiopia. <sighs> there was, um, uh, there was. I mean, in the audience, they, they brought people, I think they said, from 14 different countries were sitting in the audience who have made Aliyah. Wow. Um, it was, it was uh, one of those things that you, you I was like, Oh, I, I mean, it's weird to say this. I, I lived in Washington D.C. and used to go to Capitol Hill, and there's always you take it for granted going to the Knesset, and then you you once again reminded that these stories are extraordinary. Well, and they were coming to say, coming to say coming to share that um, that difference between that ordinary was the decision to make that aliyah step, and that set them on their trajectory. Well, as you know, you're you're making the point that is so important to remember, especially you and I. So often, 
are discussing uh, technical stuff on these airwaves, uh, analysis of what's going on with Aliyah during a specific year or summer or since the beginning of the organization. I mean, we, we discuss a lot of those things. Sometimes I think it's easy to forget, certainly for those of us here 6,000 miles away, it's easy to forget the miracle, the incredible miracle that Yom Aliyah helps us remember, and that is the Kibbutz Goliot, all the different Jews that are coming from so many different places on earth in order to spend the rest of their lives in Israel, and I would bet that that bigger issue, that more spiritual issue, uh, hit you yesterday in the Knesset. Uh, for sure, and I think it was mentioned by at least three of the members of Knesset when they spoke, <laughs> is that the, the ingathering of exiles was happening in that room and in this country. Um, and if more came, one person said, if more came, then a lot of the bigger issues would be resolved, because the more that we have this conversation and the more people bring in their opinions, um, it adds to a greater consensus. I think it's also, I mean, I, I, I don't know about you, I, I'm sort of in shock that we're already in Sefer Breshit and we're in this time of year, yeah. and I'm sure in a few weeks from now we'll have forgotten about Lech Lecha, because the Parsha just rolls and Abraham starts keeps on going, but those magical words, and that's why they chose Yom Aliyah so close to this, um, is those magical words of that call, of the, of the magnetism to the land of Israel, um, really has um, just gone across the centuries. Um, and what's happening now um, in just the everyday legislation, everyday uh, cafes, schools letting out in 10 minutes here in Israel, um, you see people from all over the world in one direction, in, in mostly one language, um, in Hebrew. The, the Knesset was for sure they, they were speaking in Hebrew, but around the hallway, lots of languages, lots of shapes, sizes, and colors, and it was absolutely beautiful. Mark Rosenberg is with us. He directs pre-Aliyah for Nefesh Benefesh. He has seen over 57,000 uh, Olim uh, come to Israel under their umbrella over the last 16 years. What was the group like uh, that landed yesterday? Was it a diverse group of North Americans who uh, came via Nefesh Benefesh to Israel? Um, it was. I think that uh, I've said this before to some of your listeners is that, you know, it's not a secret that most Olim come in the summertime. Right. Um, and for sure, most families come uh, so they can be here by the time that school starts. But we had a really a sampling of different ages and backgrounds and professions. Um, they definitely, uh, I think when they chose the date, they weren't aware that they would be landing on the day that they, <laughs> the government and the state of Israel was recognizing Aliyah as something important. But it, it's really amazing to see the ages um, and professions. And um, it's, it's a constant reminder when we take so many things for granted um, of the specialness uh, of that. And I think that when, the new, when, the, when they said it on the news here um, and it was reported around, it was, it was another hug. It was another hug to this idea um, of the Jewish people getting stronger. It is remarkable, really incredible. And as you say, pretty uh, interesting that at the same time that they're landing, this group from North America in Ben Gurion Airport, at the same time the Knesset is commemorating yet another Yom Aliyah and uh, helping the Jewish world, the state of Israel and the Jewish world, celebrate this incredible era, an incredible era that sometimes we take for granted. When you are living through it, Mark Rosenberg, it's not always easy to see the big picture, if you know what I mean. I, I appreciate that. It's a, pa a parenting lesson I'm often reminded of between making the sandwiches and running around. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are going through those errands now and getting to work and doing those small things. But when you keep your eye on the on the prize, on the big things, uh, it really it really feels something worthwhile. And I, I'm sure this was discussed as well. And I think it's it's sort of that funny Israeliness is that 
although it's officially Yom Aliyah, they passed the law celebrating the uh, the the 10th of Nisan when you, when Shul Nun went in, right. but because there was vacation, um, it made more sense that they could actually influence the educational curriculum and and bring this idea to a larger audience and and, and tag it on to Lechacha. I think it, it brings that greater idea that it wasn't just the day, it wasn't just something that they want to put on the calendar, symbolic. It's what, something that they really want to bring around and, and share with many people. And I think it's a wonderful thing that for you and your and this, this station to share this message um, and idea with a larger audience. Because I, I, I think this is one, one of the things I probably say every time I have the pleasure of speaking with you. Aliyah is not a destination. It really is. A, it's a direction. It's a movement. And Nefesh Benefesh works hard that people realize that, uh, that the support they get is not to get you to the airport. It's to continue on a direction upwards and make sure that your life is really good going in a higher and a holy way, and that, that, that takes a lot of concentration and effort. Um, and when, like I said, when you have your eyes on the greater values, um, you're really able to have uh, and do something special and appreciate the greater direction that Am Yisrael is going in. Phenomenal, Mark. Mark Rosenberg from Israel. It's a day late, but nonetheless, I'm going to say to you, Yom Aliyah Sameach. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Mark. Mark Rosenberg, Nefesh Benefesh, get your applications done now, everybody. NBN.org.il, NBN.org.il, or 866-4-ALIYAH, 866-4-ALIYAH, and then A-L-I-Y-A-H. They'll answer that phone in the holy city of Jerusalem, the capital of Israel, the home of the United States Embassy, Jerusalem, Israel. Wednesday morning broadcast, more coming up. It's JM in the AM.
רק ילד קטן, אבל מה שאז קרה, לא אשכח לעולם. בן אדם, מישהו גדול וחזק, חטף מידי ענק, שנתן לי אהבה. אורי אבא, מה תגיד? האם תסלח, האם תקפיד? זה כואב לי.
J.M. in the A.M. Chaim David Burson with a song called Simchas Olam off of his album Ten Lanu Chayim here at J.M. in the A.M. Simcha Liner before that, Ten Li Siman. You heard Am Mekadze, brand new from Yehuda Green. Miami, their latest with Mazel Tov and Yishtabach. Yaakov Shweki after our Yom Aliyah discussion. I thought that was a great, uh, a great song with wonderful words to get on the air. Yishtabach Shemo. J.M. in the AM at 8.30 in the morning on a Wednesday, 49 degrees, sunshine, and a high temperature of 63. We've got uh, Bite Size with Yoni Pollock coming up starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, that'll be one half hour from now. Then after uh, 11 a.m., you'll be listening to the one and only Avrami. Avrami's going to be hosting the live lunch. And the live lunch between 11 and 1 o'clock will feature great music and plenty more. Uh, today, during Bite Size, between 9 and 11, Yoni will present great Jewish music, plus Joanna Shepson's interview with Avi Dov Bernstein of Kish Catering in uh, Jerusalem. And Tova in Israel, she'll speak with Ilana Abelo Cronenberg. All right, Ilana. Um, so that's going to be happening with um, Tova and Joanna and, of course, Yoni with Bite Size between 9 and 11. And the Wednesday Live Lunch follows with Avrami right here at the Nahum Siegel Network. I want to remind you, if you want to sponsor part or all of a JM and broadcast, Go to fjbunity.org. You may want to do it in memory of somebody, in honor of somebody, for somebody's birthday, whatever the case may be. fjbunity.org. And uh, you'll see sponsorship opportunities toward the top of the page. Also, next Thursday is Kalbach Yardside Day. 
Next Thursday is our Kalbach special. You may want to sponsor part or all of the special of the Shlomo Kalbach annual uh, program. That happens again Thursday, a week from tomorrow. You'll find it all if you go to the sponsorship opportunities link at fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Reminder, big, and I mean big, uh, live remote coming up on Monday night. We are with uh, StaffCon NCSY. You heard uh, Rabbi Ari Rakoff discuss it yesterday here at JM and the AM. We will be there with them, with the hundreds and hundreds of people from around the world who are coming together as um, NCSY leadership and staff members. Uh, they call it StaffCon, starting at the, just before 6 p.m. Eastern time. On Monday night, we're going to hit the airwaves. It's a show you will be able to hear again. It'll be part of our schedule for a couple of days afterwards. Uh, but if you want to hear it live as it's happening, it's Monday night, 6 p.m., StaffCon with NCSY and their leadership uh, from around the world. We will be there uh, on the spot speaking with, I'm sure, a very, very impressive list of people. So we're looking forward to that. Make sure you're tuned in, and we'll remind you as we get closer and closer, obviously, right here at uh, JM in the AM and the Nachum Siegel Network. 27 minutes before 9 o'clock with Shlomo Simcha at JM in the AM.
Well, an oldie but a goodie done uh, by Diaspora at their reunion concert. The um, the first, I guess we'd call it, <clears throat> reunion uh, evening that, frankly, I'll never forget. Uh, the first Diaspora reunion uh, evening. Uh, the second, I guess, is uh, when they were together at Hask a few years ago. Micha Gammerman before that with Gedola Torah. You heard Aryeh Kunstler with Az Yashir. Hula, classic by Eighth Day. Shlomo Simcha in there with Motzi Asirim. Here at JM in the AM. Wednesday morning on this 17th of October, the 8th of Mar Cheshvan. I thank so much for tuning in. Um, don't forget the Kalbach Yardsite special is next Thursday, a week from tomorrow on the 25th of October. That is when the um, Kalbach Yardsite special takes place. If you want to sponsor all or part of the Kalbach Yardsite special, go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. At the top, it says Sponsorship Opportunities, and you'll see there the uh, opportunity you have to participate. You can dedicate uh, whatever you wish in honor of somebody, in memory of somebody, for somebody's birthday, whatever the case is, uh, for next Thursday. And, of course, you could sponsor part or all of a, a JM&AM broadcast at any time in order to um, recognize somebody or the memory of somebody here live on the air. Simple as that. Again, all the details, if you go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. I remind you that we'll be broadcasting live Monday night. Monday night, we are at StaffCon. Yesterday, when Rabbi Ari Rakoff was here, he touched on the uh, unique and incredible event uh, that takes place um, uh, really through the first half of next week in Connecticut with the international staff of NCSY and the OU. And we will be there, and I'm sure with a very impressive list of guests starting Monday night just before 6 p.m. Eastern time. You'll have an opportunity to hear it at other times during the week. It will get into our regular format and into our schedule over a couple of days after that. So if you miss it Monday night, don't worry. You'll have an opportunity uh, to hear it and to um, and to participate. Uh, or I should say to hear it and to, you know, follow uh, follow our participation. Uh, but anyway, you have an opportunity to uh, tune in Monday night and to um, be part of a unique and interesting broadcast with our friends at NCSY. Always a pleasure to be part of the NCSY activities, and this one we are looking forward to for uh, Monday night. So get ready. Community Calendar Online now features whatever we've been told. Uh, between now, uh, for events between now and the 28th of October, as those uh, earlier um, uh, events will disappear, uh, the one for tonight, for instance, on the 17th of October, etc., uh, then more will pop up toward the bottom, you'll see. Meanwhile, go to the uh, community calendar section of uh, com to see what's up there in terms of the next couple of weeks. And if you have a community calendar event, feel free to email it uh, to Avrami and let them know you would like it on the community calendar AF at NahumSiegel.com, AF for Avrami Finkelstein at uh, NahumSiegel.com, and he will take care of it. Achenu Yisrael and Achim brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSiegel.com, on the NahumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. And encourage your friends and relatives and every single person you know to install the NSN app and listen for a few minutes a day. They will be addicted to this great radio broadcast just like so many others are. 
and you'll be doing them a very big favor, that I could tell you. My thanks to Mark Rosenberg, and happy uh, day after Yom Aliyah everybody. Thanks, Rabbi Heber, uh, and to everybody for joining us uh, this morning here at JMN. Plenty more coming up tomorrow, starting at uh, 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Reminder, Bite Size with Yoni Pollock is next. And uh, during that, uh, during this episode with Yoni, Joanna Shepson will speak with Avidov Bernstein of Kish Catering in Jerusalem and Tova in Israel. Tova will interview Ilana Abelo Cronenberg. Uh, all right, Ilana. So there you have it. It's coming up next. Then Avrami with the live lunch. It'll be totally live between 11 and 1 Eastern Time here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember to past, live the present, and trust the future. Yeah.